माय काइंड गर्ल I felt like a complete ass. I looked at the pretty girl in her favorite nook of the compartment. She wasn't just pretty actually, but compelling in some inexplicable way. She had kind of glow, a radiance that I don't know how to describe without sounding corny. She usually sat there with her nose in a book. She always seemed disconnected from the goings on around her on the train. I was drawn to her powerfully. I wanted to talk to her, to know her better. But she hadn't responded to any of my admittedly subtle moves. I'd been brought up to believe that there's only so much a man can push within the bounds of decency and politeness. A strong mother Three aunts and an elder sister made sure I learned that lesson well. I first saw her about three weeks before this momentous day. When I got on at my regular stop for the journey home, she was already in what was to become her favorite seat. I wasn't the only one who stared, for she was so disengaged with her surroundings that she attracted notice. Occasionally she took a brief look around the compartment but mostly she was submerged in her book never acknowledging any of the activities on the train her books must have been utterly fascinating i thought she never received or made any phone calls or text messages unlike almost everybody else on the train she never made eye contact with anyone certainly not with me Sometimes she checked her watch or the station we were entering and she got off at the stop before mine and disappeared from view in the throng on the platform. The first thing I'd noticed about her was her hair, tied in a glossy black plait, fastened with a plain elastic band and ending in an impossibly silken skein. She wore the plait over her right shoulder. and even draped like that it reached down past her waist and nestled in her lap her hands were delicate with long slender fingers and a pale shiny nail polish her eyes were always cast down at her book so i saw only the lowered lids and the velvety curtain of lashes there was just a hint of color on her almost translucent cheeks it looked natural not out of a box or whatever girls took color out of to put on their cheeks she was tiny and if she didn't get her seat i would get on the train to see her standing beside a vertical bar because there was no way she could reach the overhead rail she even read standing up with her arms wrapped around that bar and her eyes glued to her book she intrigued me she fascinated me she mesmerized me and tragically she never even noticed me i tried to get a seat or to stand beside her i tried saying hello and introducing myself 
She didn't even lift her head to acknowledge my presence. It was cutting. In the face of this complete non-recognition of my existence, I opted to withdraw, since my even so hesitant attentions were apparently unwelcome. But a cat may look at a queen, as the adage goes, and nothing could stop me from looking. All this admiring from afar had been continuing every workday evening. In the spirit of complete honesty, I'll confess, I even briefly considered getting off at her stop and following from afar. She had me so wound up. But discussions in my female-dominated home about filthy stalkers rang in my ears and I knew such a step was completely beyond the pale. But I was tempted, I won't deny it. And then this particular day, the same routine. Got on the train, looked for her, felt a tug inside my chest at sight of her and was completely and totally ignored by her. A chap about our age moved up to her and waved his hand behind her book where it would certainly disturb her reading. She looked up questioningly and broke into a hesitant smile. Instantly, they were chatting. And that's why I started by calling myself an ass. Because they were chatting with their hands. Sign language. She was evidently hearing impaired. Now everything made sense. The not engaging on the train, the indistractability, the lack of response to my hesitant hellos. I can admit it now, though I didn't want to belabor it earlier, because I thought it was rude. And I didn't want you to think of her as rude. She didn't look rude. She looked gentle and charming and intelligent. In other words, my kind of girl. So I watched the two of them, chatting away cheerfully. I thought she wasn't as into it as he was. But you'll just say I was jealous. To be totally honest, I was. It was an unfair advantage for him to know sign language and be able to communicate with her and for me to be left out in the cold, unable to speak to her or to be heard by her. I felt it deeply and I recognized the irony of it. My jealous fit was mercifully short as she got up to disembark at her usual stop. They waved to each other and instantly she joined the crowd on the platform and was gone. My stop was next and the intruder stayed on the train so I have no idea where he went on to and I hoped that that would be the last I'd see of him which is exactly as it turned out to be. I was still mulling over the unfairness of it when I came up with a genuine big daddy of an idea. This was earth-shattering, life-changing. It's going to sound simple when I say it, but it's like magic. Once it's explained, it seems easy. To me, it was like a thunderbolt. Here it comes. I didn't need to be deaf to learn sign language. Like I didn't need to be French or Russian to learn those languages. Sign language was just another foreign language and I could be me and still learn it. No need to feel handicapped because I wasn't hearing impaired. 
I almost missed my stop as my body sang with the sheer excitement of it. In fact, I would have if an old lady hadn't prodded me with her umbrella and asked me if I wasn't getting off here today. I flung her a quick thanks and just squeezed through the doors in time. It's not called the internet of all things for nothing. With a few taps, I found dozens of short YouTube videos teaching me how to sign hello and goodbye and my name, please, thank you, how are you and random other bits of conversation. And I practiced diligently in front of the mirror until I was signing them confidently. To say I was excited is so much of an understatement, it's not even in the same country, let alone the ballpark. I was crazy with delight. She was my dream girl. Everything about her felt perfect. The stillness of her, her hands, her face, her raven hair, the subtle glow that emanated from her, the tingling I felt when I got on that train and knew she was on it too. I'd been wringing myself out, feeling rejected and not knowing why. And now I had a shot. So the next day, I made bold to move over in her direction and stand in front of her as I'd seen the other fellow do the previous evening. I waved my hand behind her book as he had and when she looked up, I signed a hello. Words fail me. And perhaps that's good because you'll just have a snarky laugh and say I'm besotted. But the light in her eyes as she responded to my hello, I can't even begin to describe it. Her hands flew in a fury of chatter, but my eyes were still stuck on her radiant face. In none of my bedroom preparations the night before had I learned how to sign. I'm only just learning, so don't go into a fast chat because I won't be able to keep up. But what's meant to be is meant to be. And I had another stroke of genius and pulled out my phone and typed that out instead. And she grabbed my phone and replied. And I told her how I hadn't realized she was hearing impaired till the day before and that I taught myself a bit overnight so I could say hello. In case anyone wants to know, that's absolutely the perfect hook for any girl that you did something over the top just for her. Her eyes went big and dark and round with softness and I was drowning, drowning, drowning in deliciousness. Her stop came and she got off. I scrambled home and taught myself a little more each night. Plus I had my personal private tutor too on the homebound train every workday evening. Things moved fast and we started meeting off the train too in a stunningly bold and audacious move. Dame Fortune smiled on this audacity and rewarded me handsomely for it. Not to make an itemized list of the proceedings, the years passed and the river of life led us to many strange places. But the brightest light in my life is still from the same true source. My first impression of her was a hundred percent correct. She was, and will always be, my kind of girl.